Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Joining us on the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast brought to you by PJS and Co CPAs. Megan Spicer coming at you with episode number 55 today. We are chatting about core values. What are they, why they're important, and how you can use them in your business. So Katina Peters is joining me today for this discussion. Welcome, Katina. Hey Megan, good to be here again. I love talking about this stuff, so I'm excited to dig a little deeper into core values. You know, we've mentioned them here and there, talked about them a little bit, but uh, looking forward to kind of really getting into that because I think it can lay a great foundation. Yeah, and one of the the first things that we typically start with in this podcast is establishing the why, so we know why we're even talking about this, and one of the reasons that we're addressing this too is I know for for myself included, this can get kind of get muddled into mission and vision and all of these components of, you know, building kind of the culture of your company. And there's a reason that each of these components exist on their own. So can you tell us a little bit about why we're creating core values and why they matter? Yeah, um, no, I definitely want to go into that. And, um, you know, We've talked about Traction before by Gina Wickman, and this is it's just a great foundation laying book. So, so we're kind of referring back to that a little bit here. But your core values really drive everything in your business, or they should. <laughs> so, you want to make sure that you're not getting away from those. I mean, I think we all have inherent core values, but we have to step back as ourselves and our, our business, our leadership, and say, what are those? Because uh, we can't really get into our mission, into our vision and into running our company without keeping those things in mind. I think that's just innate in who we are as people and how we want to operate. And we want to make sure that we're on the same page with our leadership team. We want to make sure we're on the same page, you know, with our team members coming in that they have, you know, those same core values that work well for our business. And um, every business is unique. And so we're going to have, you know, maybe a little bit different core values as individuals, just as we are unique. So our businesses, because, you know, we are that, it is that extension of us, that businesses. So I think if you look at it from kind of really a basis starting point of who you are as a person, who you are as a company, how you want to operate, that's really why the core values are important, taking the time to stop and look at those because really, ultimately, like I said, your vision's going to come out of that. You want to make sure that's in alignment with your core values or it's not going to work well. It's not going to jive well. Mission as a company, same thing there. It helps you. We talked about this before. It helps you filter through what are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? What things are working, going to work in your company and what things are not going to work in your company? It's going to help 
potential team members as they're coming in, if you can share those core values with them ahead of time, and and if they align with that, they're going to be excited to be part of your company, because that's just, again, innately in them to want to align with that, and to be able to, you know, fit into the team well, and into the the culture and the environment well, and you're going to retain people better if you make sure also that as you're filtering through those people that they are truly in alignment with those core values, because that's going to help them really fit into the culture of the company that you have and how you operate and how your leadership team operates and how you want to represent your business. So that's a pretty important why too there as well, because especially in service-based businesses, which is what we focus in, it's, it's very much about the people uh, being involved. And I think a lot of businesses are, not to say just service-based businesses are, but but that's a huge component in a service-based business. You have to have that team to grow. Uh, you have to continue to grow your team to continue to grow. And you want to make sure that you're doing that in a way that's sustainable and staying in alignment and working smoothly, right? And then it also just kind of helps us stay on track in general, checking in with those things that are our core values and making sure that we're keeping those very alive within the company as talking points, et cetera, as we're going through our annual meetings strategically, as we're going through quarterly meetings and monthly meetings, are we still staying true to those things? Because that's ultimately what's going to make us feel more fulfilled as people if we're staying in alignment with things that are important to us in those core values. Perfect. So now in thinking about, obviously we want to establish core values that are true to who we are and are going to keep us on track. All those components you just listed, you could probably list values forever. (laughs) (laughs) How do you establish core values that are truly relevant and, and highlight what you want to stand for? Yeah, I mean, that can definitely be kind of a tricky endeavor. And um, it sounds simple on the surface (laughs) until you start actually working through that process. So you want to work through it again with your leadership team, partners, etc. If you're, you know, on your own, maybe working through it with a mentor or something like that, an advisor, somebody that you can kind of talk things out with. But Basically, in using traction, in he's recommended you know somewhere between three to seven values. So you kind of want to boil it down to you know something that's really important to you, and so you're not having twenty things on a list. You know, it starts to lose its meaning at that point. So we want to get it boiled down to you know somewhere between three to seven really important values. And again, working with the leadership team to go through that process, one of the ways that you can look at it, um, you can obviously just list things that you think are important, integrity, professionalism, timeliness, you know, whatever it may be that just comes to mind. If you're having a little struggle maybe with that, you can also look at your current team and the members that work really well on your current team. Like, what is it that they're about that really makes you glad to be able to work with them. They do a great job with the customers and clients, you know, whatever the case may be, what makes them stand out? What are those attributes that, uh, that you really have that rock star person? So let's look at uh, capturing those attributes, listing them down. Right? And just initially, you want to just start with that brainstorm, brainstorming anything that makes sense and, and the attributes that those people have. And then once you get through kind of that process of brainstorming, getting everything on a list, you know, for one or more people in, in your organization that really work well, then you can start to go through that list and you'll start seeing things that 
kind of you could combine together um, into into one core value. So there may be several, you know, say five attributes of something under professionalism that you could say, oh, those those all kind of can relate under professionalism. So then you can start really peering it down to what's the core value underneath those attributes. And then you can go from there in, you know, determining which ones are the most important to to you as leadership team and to you as a company that you want to really uh, share with the world. You want to share with your team. You want your team members to to hold those attributes and to have those attributes and be able to operate within them um, to make the business, you know, just that much better. The other thing is that, you know, these shouldn't really be things at this point that are specific to the type of business that you're in. So, you know, it's not saying um, I'm going to be the best attorney and the most um, efficient attorney or something like that. It's really more deep than that. So it's going to be attributes that could be for any type of business or any type of person that we're looking at. So it's not at this at this juncture, when you get more into the vision and the mission and those kinds of things, then you're going to be more specific to the business. But in the core values, these are just values that you hold and as a person and as a business leader that you think are important. So they're not going to be industry or business specific at this point. So core values are not. Okay. And part of the reason we're talking about this too is that you actually and the leadership team here at PJS just went through this process and kind of redefined what our core values are as a company. So we want to take some time highlighting what those are and maybe shedding some light on how you came to decide that these were going to be the finalized core values too. Yes. Uh, yeah, we did revisit just in general what, what our core values are. Um, we had a little bit smaller list initially that we started with and then decided that it needed to be a little more transparent in, in communicating to the outside world and in communicating uh, to potential team members, et cetera. So, you know, so initially we had, a, uh, I think, three items on the list. Um, and then we decided, you know, if we just say that particular core value, it's a little more open to interpretation and you have to really like read what we mean by that. So we wanted to make it um, a little more transparent, more easily understood, um, you know, by our team, by the outside world looking at us, by what we meant by those core values. So we kind of went back through the process and, uh, and broke it up a little bit more and said, you know, what are those things in those initial values and that we wanted to really hone in on and break apart, uh, because that's really helpful to be clear about what it is, you know, for our own purpose, what those values are, and what we want the business to be, but also, you know, when we're communicating to the public, and when we're communicating amongst the team, that it's, um, you know, easily understandable. So we went, we went through that process. So we thought we'd just share those because sometimes, you know, talking about something until you have an example makes it a little harder to understand. And then when you you've got an example in there, it's a little easier to grasp you know, kind of what your end product should look like so that as you're going through the process, it makes more sense to where you're headed. Um, that always makes it a little more clear for me, gives kind of that roadmap along the way as to what it is we're trying to accomplish through these steps. Um, but again, you want to still go through those steps to make sure you arrive at something that truly is about you and your company. All right. So you and the leadership team, as we discussed, have established those core values and you boiled it down to six core values. Can you tell us just overall what those six were? And then we can get into some more details about how you 
uh, determine what those would be and some more details about what those mean to us. Okay, yeah, sure. So the six that uh, we ended up with that were, you know, really important to us were first integrity, relationship focused, proactive communication, collaboration, service minded, and then lifestyle. So those were the six that we ultimately narrowed it down to. Um, and again, uh, initially you started with fewer, but kind of expanded those out to be a little more clear to what we wanted to communicate. So in doing all of that, we went through basically the process that I shared um, as far as the brainstorming and, and going through all of those things. And then we also went through, and sometimes you title them after you kind of define them. I guess. So maybe it may not be exactly clear, you know, that it's integrity until you go through and define what it is. And then you can kind of back into the title. But then we also wanted a specific catchphrase for each of those core values. So we went through it and, and generated a catchphrase um, that's going to be shared more frequently. It's going to be like kind of like when we talked about the vision statement and you have maybe that first sentence that kind of sets off the rest of it. Similar idea here. So we have that catchphrase that we can just, you know, refer to say, um, and then the rest of it will kind of, will be reminded of what the rest of it is by that catchphrase. So I'll go ahead and just share the catchphrases. You know, you're welcome to look at our website too. They're on there if you want to see, you know, more in detail what we have. But so integrity ultimately boiled down to doing the right thing, even when it's the hard thing. So that's was really important to us to just be like, okay, if we just had to boil it down to one phrase, what is that phrase? Uh, and for us, it was doing the right thing, even when it's the hard thing. So our second one, relationship focused, our catchphrase is creating a partnership mentality and fostering an environment of teamwork. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's pretty much explains most of it, but we're just really appreciating the relationships that we have. And then on under uh, proactive communication in any business, this is a huge thing that needs to happen in our view. So core, that that's, it was a really important core value to us is really being proactive about communication, not just communicating, but being proactive about it. So our catchphrase here was making things happen instead of waiting for them to happen. So our next one is collaboration. So our catchphrase here is working with others to achieve something great. So number five, service-minded. So our catchphrase here is advocating for and creating peace of mind for our clients. And then our final one that we have here is, I would say one of our most important ones, is lifestyle. So cultivating life in balance is our catchphrase there. And, and uh, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know we have cultivating business growth in there. So um, we're very much about the business and lifestyle, um, and that's really important to us. So we go on to speak to this value saying we cultivate lifestyle by fostering a landscape of change for our team and for our clients to be able to create a wondrous blend of business and personal lives. Encouraging personal and professional growth is a vital part in achieving health, success, and happiness. Striving to forge a new path for generations to come where living lives is not in conflict with being in business, but is in harmony with it, welcoming others to join with us on this journey. So again, and lifestyle has always been a really high priority for us in this business and being able to have a business, grow a business, and also live our lives and not um, be in a position of 
big regrets at the end of our lives that we missed out on really important life things with children or relatives or what have you. So that was a pretty important value for us and and how we want our business to work. Perfect. And that was a lot of information. So like you said, these are all on our website at pjscpas.com forward slash about. If anyone's interested, we go into detail. All of this is outlined there. So I know you mentioned that these should really be done before you're establishing your vision and your mission. What can you do once these are established? What should you be doing with these on an ongoing basis? Sure. Yeah. And and yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, ideally, that's uh, the way you want to do it. I'm sure there's plenty of businesses out there that have created a mission or a vision and maybe not gone through this process specifically. So I would still recommend kind of coming back to this because it really tells you, you know, what you're about, what your business is about and making sure that things are really truly in alignment with that because that's going to make the operations of the business more smooth. And you're you're just going to stay in alignment with yourself uh, and not lose focus on that. So I would still recommend going through this process, even if you have a vision and mission, and then, then just come back and check your vision and mission. Does it really truly align with your core values? And if it does, great. Um, you're, you're set and you just want to make that live, like we talked about before, make that live within your organization. But if not, then tweak it to fit really what this is. And you want to, again, you want to, we shared this just again, as an example of how you can go about doing it and kind of what it looks like. But you want to go through and decide on your own core values. And you want to make sure that as you're going through business, when you're strategically planning, when you're looking at how things are operating, you know, are things really staying in alignment with these core values? Because we're going to make sure that we don't lose sight of that as we're going through our day-to-day busyness of being business owners, but that we, you know, we're making this a filter for decisions on what we're doing as a business for decisions on who we're hiring, who we're maybe letting go, you know, do they fit these values? Are we struggling with those or not? And that's really just going to, again, just create that cohesion in the business to help everybody row in the right direction all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Well, I'm glad you brought that up because a, a business, just like a person evolves too, right? So once you've established your core values 10 years later, you know, those may be different. So you may need to step back and reassess. And then that could ultimately impact your mission and vision and those other things too. So just because you've crossed yep. it on your off your list, doesn't mean it's done forever. Right. And that's why, again, I would always want to revisit these in your strategic planning meetings at a minimum. I mean, hopefully they're coming up more frequently than that in the other day-to-day operations. Like I said, even filtering team members that might be coming in, do they seem to embody those core values, et cetera. So I think you know it's going to become a little bit inherent, hopefully, if you're running it right and doing the right things with it. But yeah, you do want to, to always kind of step back and not just keep going in the same direction because you've been going in that direction without question. Um, You definitely want to step back and and change those as things change in the business if needed. And maybe they don't change ever, um, but maybe they do. So it's always good to kind of reassess and say, do I still feel that way? Do we still feel that way as a leadership team? Or is there something different that we want to be embodying? Yeah. Or, Or even adding more clarity on what that means or, you know, there's always things that you can change or add. So just again, highlighting the importance of using these in decision making and in strategic planning and the, the the different ways that these should be integrated into not everyday life necessarily. Well, 
maybe everyday life in a business. But <laughs> again, not just doing them and setting them on a shelf somewhere. We definitely want to pull them in and integrate them. And I think one of the, I mean, I think in general for making decisions as we talked about is great too. But I think one of the things that you would probably using be using it more even more frequently is looking at your team and how you who you're going to add to your team and actually just having a little checklist of your core values and does this person check the box for each of these core values or not and whether that's ahead of hiring them or in the onboarding process maybe depending on how things are going or you know maybe if you're just evaluating them in general and as you stated um things might change with that that professional or that person as well so you you know may need to reevaluate that so it's always good to continue to look at that have it as a live discussion that's going on within the business yeah and even in the hiring round that we're in right now, we're currently looking for people to join our team. And as we're receiving resumes, people are, are noticing those core values because we've communicated them on our website and saying, oh my gosh, this speaks to me. I completely resonate with you know A, B, and C, whatever core values really speak to them. And it does start to attract like-minded people to join your team and hopefully will, you know, lead to longer term employees down the road or team members. Yes, for sure. Because again, um, you were creating, I mean, that is the culture of our business too. The core values that we hold dear is going to innately create that culture in the business. And so it, it, once we've identified them and communicated them, um, people will look at that and say, hey, yeah, that's that's what I like. I like those things too. I want to work up for a place like that, um, which is good because then also, you know, they're going to fit well <laughs> within the culture and it's going to be a good fit overall. So yeah, that's definitely a benefit. Uh, in in bringing this in. Um, so it's it's kind of amazing when you think about how many different things can benefit from just doing this analysis. It takes a little doing, um, but it's not uh, terrible or anything like that. So uh, I would definitely highly recommend it because then you just really feel much more clear about your organization, its trajectory, and the, the people that you're bringing alongside you to work. Perfect. And in wrapping up our discussion about core values, we actually have an update for our listeners and thought this would be a good avenue to take to do it because we one of our core values is lifestyle. And we will actually be moving the cadence of our release schedule for our podcast to every other week. So right now we release every single Monday and trying to keep up with posting a podcast every single week and doing distance learning with children at home has proved to be challenging. So we are going to move to bi-weekly. So you'll catch us every other Monday moving forward starting in October. So we wanted to update you all. We're not stopping. We want to keep delivering the amazing value that we've been establishing over the 55 episodes that we've put out since December of 2019. So if you enjoy the podcast, you don't want to miss an episode, hit that subscribe button and you will get the new episodes when they are published every other Monday. Um, we'll still be coming to you and answering any questions that you send in. So let us know what you think about the show. Leave us a review. We still love to hear from you. We'll just be in your podcast app a little less frequent than we have been. So we just wanted to have that conversation with you and have that transparency about what we're doing, why we're doing it, and share with you, you know, share it in a way that shows you how you can incorporate the core values into your own business and make sure that 
you're using them in decisions that you're making for your business. Because this was definitely, you know, we wanted to keep the the podcast going, but in staying true to what we're about as a business, we have to honor the lifestyle component too and not kill ourselves doing it. Right. So, um, absolutely. <laughs> so we are still committed to delivering the same value and we look forward to continuing having conversations and answering questions and doing everything we can to support business owners. Well, as always, keep that momentum going and we will see you in two weeks. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.